After getting nothing out of their 50 first dates, Jack and Josh enter into some rules of engagement. That's right, baby. It's the Christmas special. This is Truly Happily Madison. Hello! Hi! Oh, hello, Josh! Hi, <laughs> how's it going? It's good, how are you? I'm good too. I'm enjoying our new theme music. Yeah, that's different, isn't it? <laughs> it's different. It also, I think, kicked in last week, but yeah, we hadn't recorded the song before recording. It's hot off the presses. Hot off, yeah, it's Christmas number one, baby. It's still dripping. It's a wet ass intro. It's a wet ass track. Yeah. What? 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 I hope that's not some sort of slur. Twat. Twat. There we go. <laughs> that uh, wet ass uh, track. Not only do I hear a new theme, but I hear something else, Josh. Oh, what? Do you what? do you hear what I hear? That's a song. Is that the sound of? Sleigh bells <gasps> ringing. Sleigh bells on Hanukkah. On Hanukkah. Oh, it's not Hanukkah anymore at this point, is it? No. Fuck. <laughs> but it's it, Hanukkah now. But it, sleigh bells, that's exciting. Yeah, I hear sleigh bells because, Josh, this is a Christmas special. Oh, it's so magical. And, and you know, if we were clever, <laughs> we would have uh, done Eight Crazy Nights as a sort of Christmas <laughs> special. Yeah, we were like some other people. Yeah, you know, if we thought thought about that. (laughs) But then we'd have had to push the podcast back. It wouldn't work in our format. No. It would be rubbish. It would be very rubbish. Or we could do it again. I don't want to do it again. No, no. I did think about, like, yeah, we could just (laughs) rewatch Eight Crazy Nights, get Rebecca back on. She'd love it. Yeah, she'd have a great time. She was a big fan of that film. But, oh, but the sleigh bells are still going. What's going on? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, as it is a Christmas special, it only made sense to cover a Christmas special. (sighs) Synergy. Josh Pappenheim, we are entering into the world of Happy Madison TV production. Whoa. It's crazy. From the big screen to the small, the silver to the small, the sandler to the spade. Spade. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh, Josh, no. how, how how up to date are you on uh, Happy Madison's TV work? Um, when you pitched this episode to me, it was the first I'd heard of it. So incredibly. So wait. Let's let's you know. Let's just talk for a second. Calm your, slow your roll, as they say. I hadn't even said anything inflammatory. Slow your roll, mate. <laughs> Go at glacial speed. So, the Sandman didn't really break into the television world until about two thousand seven. Right. 
where they set up a little little show on CBS called Rules of Engagement. Hmm, I've heard of it. Now, this is the show we're going to be talking about today. That's why. Specifically, Season 5, Episode <laughs> 13. That's right, right? No. <laughs> is it not? Season, season five, 5, Episode, episode 12. 12. Season 5, Episode 12. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that What's it called, Jack? Little bummer boy. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't get away with calling a film this. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing with TV show episodes is, like, you don't really, like, advertise the name, do you? It's not, like, people aren't saying, oh, tonight I'm going home to watch Little Bummer Boy. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> well, I get, well, yeah, I was waiting for the title of the episode to come up, sort of like, It's Always Sunny style. But obviously no. that's like a joke on each episode and like maybe this is meant to be a joke. But I mean, it is obviously because it's a comedy show and they <laughs> think this is funny. But here we are. Josh, this episode of television mm. aired exactly 10 years and one day ago. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. 10th Whoa! anniversary. Um... So let's talk a little before we get into the episode and such. Let's talk about rules. How much of did engagement. it make at the box office? How much did it make at the box office? <laughs> it had a seven point nine six million viewers. That's a bit, isn't it? Oh, wait, is that right? No shit. Sorry, I'm sorry. I undersold it. Nine point five nine million viewers. Whoa! What this episode? This exact episode. Ooh. And this is number sixty of one hundred episodes. Oh, cool. It's probably one of the better rated episodes of the fifth season. Oh, okay. <laughs> of TV. <laughs> of TV. Yeah. Uh, this, of course, was directed by Ted Wass. Oh, yeah, Ted Wass. The great Ted Wass. The Wassmeister. Uh, Ted Wass, you know him. Wass is Wass up to. <laughs> He's directed stuff like Spin City, The Big Bang Theory, Less Than Perfect, Two Brokers... All the stuff that I don't watch. Yeah, all the greats. <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit about what Rules of Engagement is. Mm. Because, so, had you watched it before? This no. Show? You hadn't heard of this before? No. Uh, no, I'd heard of it, but I'd never watched it. I, yeah, that's the same for me. I remember it was on Comedy Central over here. Yes. But I never watched it. No. I remember it being advertised and then never actually seeing it. Not that I was, like, looking for it. Like, I wasn't, like, searching out. Like, I saw the promos and I was like, man, gotta watch this <laughs> David Spade, Patrick Warburton two-hander. Yeah. It's always, it's it's quite mad. Like, this is, like, this stars Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I don't see him as, like, a leading, like, he's the one they built this show around. Him. I mean, I'm not sure if they did. Because it's not like... This isn't a show called Warburton. No, I know. Which I would watch. It's not a... Yeah, <laughs> I, I got major from watching... I mean, we'll get into it later, obviously. But I got major... It feels like a How I Met Your Mother. I mean... Specifically because they start everything off in a diner, <laughs> in a booth. Yeah, I mean, like that... It It's so... So this is, yeah, this is the only episode either of us have watched, so we are yeah. <laughs> well-versed and able to talk about this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just feels very sitcom. Like, it's just very boilerplate sitcom. Oh my god, yeah, right down to the whole, like, 
every scene has an establishing shot that's outside of the building and then a guitar going like doo, 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 well, that's, doo. that's the wass man that's <laughs> the wass he knows what he's doing yeah he knows just do friends um, over and over and over again i'm almost curious i wonder if i can see how many episodes that ted wass directed he directed the first 12 episodes of season five he directed 43 episodes of the show Oof. <laughs> well, i mean fair For, enough. that's nearly half of them mm. this made 100 episodes so it got to syndication but didn't do it in two seasons like anger management <laughs> <laughs> it took the pussy lead. <laughs> it took seven seasons of varying length yes the first season seven episodes <laughs> the second 15 this the fifth season is the only one that is like a full season yeah so we dived in on like when it was at its hottest <laughs> this is when no one could get enough of the spade meister ah oh, the spade and the warby door um so yeah let's so the show is what is the show do you have a synopsis for the show or do you have a synopsis for the episode i have a synopsis for the episode i want a synopsis for the show all right i think we need to talk about what the show is because or or i can guess what it is because just watching this one episode i can kind of guess what the dynamic of the show is all right Give me what you think your synopsis is. So, Patrick Warburton yeah. and his wife yeah. uh, are like couple goals for this younger couple, mm. I guess. And mm. David Spade is their wacky friend who comes bombs on their... <laughs> like, I couldn't figure out what David Spade's dynamic was in the group. Nope. I mean, I guess he's the Barney if you want to go to How I Met Your Mother route. Yeah. But yeah, I I couldn't really <laughs> figure out who he was supposed to be in their friendship group. I I guess they're a fr- like they also like all seem to be just wildly different ages. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it's really good. Um, I'm gonna read out two two synopses for rules of engagement one from imdb that kind of gives bare bones and one from wiki that's slightly more fleshed out so from imdb two couples and their single friend all at different stages in their relationships deal with the complications of dating commitment and marriage i mean jack do you get what that show is from from that small synopsis well yeah i mean one of my notes was um where was it did I make this note? Maybe I just fought it. <laughs> you had a thought with your mind and didn't translate yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think words. I didn't. Yeah, I don't think I wrote it down. I just thought like it's just sort of low bar gender dynamics, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like even lower bar than like the hot chick or something like that. It's just yeah, sort yeah, of like it's the worst observational comedian being like. Well, sometimes a husband does this, but the wife, she won't be happy. Yeah. (laughs) And then someone's like, yeah, put in a script, mate. Yeah. (laughs) Someone said to Tom Hertz, creator of Rules of Engagement, your your marriage is so funny. You should go. You should put it in the show. Yeah, but only only you specifically are the funny one. Your wife is only funny when she's talking about you. This is a plot in it's the episode. Anyway, we'll get on to that. Wikipedia: Two couples and their single friend deal with the complications of dating, promise, and marriage. It portrays different interpersonal relationship in various stages 
starring Patrick Warburton and Megan Price as a long-married couple, Oliver Hudson and Bianca Kajic as newly engaged sweethearts, apologies for pronunciation possibly, and David Spade and Adir Kalyan, the latter added in season three as they're still single friends. They often meet at the Island Diner. You could tell he was added because if you did, they, <laughs> so there is a um opening sequence to this show, which is like the two couples are in bed and like David Spade is in between them, and <laughs> Adir Kalyan has sort of been added to this opening. But it looks like he's sitting on one of the couples. Yeah, he's sitting on one of their legs at the end of the bed. Yeah, like it doesn't look like he he was made to fit in very well. No, um, this is uh, this is rules of engagement. <laughs> this is rules of engagement, and then more specifically, do you want the storyline from this episode? Well, wait. So, so it's before we get on. Let's talk a, before we get deep into the episode. Yeah. What do you think of this premise as a show? Fucking shit, obviously. Like, who wants this? Who wants this? Like, other sitcoms get into these issues without it being the main fucking premise of the show. Just like, mm, relationships are funny. Like, I guess that's what friends... But friends, friends, the whole thing is like, they're friends. It's in the fucking name. And friends then... is a very unique beast. Yeah. Like, and I guess, like, yeah, they're trying... <sighs> They're trying to do something like Friends, but Friends is one of those things where that cast pops. Yeah. As much as I like Warburton, and I liked, I've liked Spade and things, not the things we've watched, but <laughs> Other things, things. Like, this cast doesn't pop. No, it's just like a blancmange of mediocrity. I didn't know who anyone was when they were doing that opening sequence. It's like, <laughs> Patrick Warburton was like, no, that. Megan Bryce. No idea. Don't know who this is. Oliver Hudson. No idea. Sure. Bianca, not going to try again. Don't know. Yeah, I had the same thing. Although, <laughs> Oliver Hudson looks very familiar. He looks very generic. Yeah. Incredibly generic. Didn't know Goldie Horn's son. Was he? He's yeah, I guess. Kate Hudson's, Kate Hudson's brother. brother. Oh, man. Awkward, like, Christmases, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you uh, up to? Oh, I'm in Grown Ups too. What are you up to? I don't know for the year that Grown Ups 2 came out, but I was once in Almost Famous. And Oscar nominated for Almost Famous. Yeah. <laughs> Adir Kalyan was on a, a British soap opera. What? Which one? Holby City. Whoa! So there you go. He looked, he did look very familiar, but I've realised, having just looked at his Wikipedia, that he is in fact in Paul Blart 1. So, so that's probably He was it. also in a show that I saw every episode of called Aliens in America. Good God. Uh, which lasted for one season. And he was the lead in that. Oh, fuck, I know that poster. It was... A show? Fine. Um, I don't know why I watched every episode. Yeah. I, I was too busy watching that to watch uh, Rules of Engagement. No, well... I'm glad you didn't, because then we wouldn't both be coming into this hell, fre this fresh hell, fresh, you know. Hello, fresh. Hello, fresh. Who's hell. that sponsor us? <laughs> this hell is certified. Hello, fresh. Uh, so yeah, let's. I mean, it is a very base premise. I think David Spade is 
Oliver Hudson's boss. I, yeah, I guess. I, I just... It was a weird sort of mix of um, work-based and home-based show. Yeah. Like, well, I guess we don't see their homes, but, like, it doesn't feel like a work-based show. No. But most of the episodes was spent at work. I guess it's like office... Well, because it's all based around office parties, this episode. Yeah. So maybe there's other ones where you get to see what goes on behind closed doors in the bedroom. Maybe maybe we'll try and find more holiday-specific episodes. Maybe. And, and we can delve deeper into like this show. Easter. New, there's got to be a New Year's episode. Well, I mean, I'm not doing it that quick. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Maybe there's maybe there's a Valentine's Day episode. Yeah, there's definitely a Valentine's. Oh fuck! The, yeah, rules of engagement about relationships. There's got to be a Valentine's episode. I'm literally gonna find out right now, and if there isn't, I'm gonna hit the roof. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna fucking sue them. Um, I don't know how to find out. <laughs> um, how is this a show? Uh, yeah. So let's let's. So we are talking about season five episode. 12. Yeah. Little Bummer Boy. Little Bummer Boy. You have a synopsis. I do. When Russell... I don't know which one Russell is. Russell is David Spade. Okay. Um. Alright. Just assume for this that when I say the character name, I'm going to leave a pause. I want you to say who they're played by because I mean, it might help the listeners. Maybe. Sure. It'll help me. I'll guess. Alright. When Russell decides to borrow a holiday concept of gift giving from Adam, <laughs> uh, Oliver Hudson. Yeah, both Adam and his co-workers are in for surprises. Meanwhile, Audrey, uh, M- Megan Price. Yeah, probably. Audrey wants to make people laugh at Jeff Patrick Warburton. Holiday Party <laughs> Written by CBS Publicity There is no Valentine's Day episode of Engagement Fuck Plot Keywords Christmas episode Christmas Reference to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Coupon Pumpkin Pie So okay so <laughs> to expand on that thankfully awful synopsis <laughs> um... Thanks CBS Publicity <laughs> Also he doesn't borrow a holiday concept yeah. The idea is that, so, Oliver has... Is his name Oliver in real life on the show? Uh, in real life. His name is Adam. Adam has made a coupon booklet for his fiance. Yeah. Who, like, was busy this week because she is in the opening scene and the closing scene of this yep, episode. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, he's made a coupon book which has got, like, romantic coupons in it. Uh, and David Spade has stolen this coupon booklet and decided to distribute the coupons throughout his company. Yes. As gifts. In their stockings that they have on a shared company wall. As you do. As you do. Because David Spade likes to spread misery. Yeah. <laughs> this is sort of it. This is, um, and uh, as well as that, not mentioned in the uh, plot synopsis, David Spade forces... The the intern is he an intern? No, I looked it up. He's his personal assistant. He forces his personal assistant Timmy, played by Adia Kalyan, yeah, to dress up as an elf to humiliate him. Yeah, and like he throws his clothes out the window so he can't change back. 
Yeah. This was a moment as well, like, because David Spade was like, ah, yeah, I've dressed you up like an elf, ha <laughs> And, like, he, he, the guy is like, oh, don't worry, you know, I'm going to be a good elf. I'm going to, you know, people will respond to me being a good elf. And then some women come in, and they just, like, rip him up. <laughs> They're like, oh, where's the guy with the real pants? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, people don't act like this. And then I thought, well, I've never worked in, like, a proper business office. Maybe that's how the business world is. Cutthroat. I mean, <laughs> cutthroat on the holidays with someone who's obviously dressed up for a bit. Yeah, like, fuck you. You're so pathetic trying to bring a vague sense of cheer into this office, you cunt. <laughs> it's awful. It's just classic. Also, what I love David about... David Spade is also doing this to him. Like, he's just broken up with his, like, girlfriend or fiance. Yeah, something. And so David Spade is like, I'm just going to torture you. Yeah, it's good. I have a thing about this. Yeah, go on. This is the Christmas episode, yes? Yes. Not just of our show, but of Rules of Engagement. Yes, 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 yes. It doesn't feel very Christmas. No. <laughs> Not at all. Outside of, like, him dressed as an elf. Yeah. Which I imagine was in all the promos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I have a, I, I was watching this, and I had a way to fix it. You just kill everyone, innit? <laughs> it's not a very inventive way of fixing it, but it's a very simple way of doing a Christmas episode of this show. Mm. Russell, David Spade's character, he's mm. mean. He causes misery for everyone at the holidays. Oh. Who else does this? Oh. Um, Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh, I was going to say Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> him too. We could do this plot with him as well. <laughs> um, Colonel Gaddafi is a Christmas Grinch. Um, he is he is the Scrooge. He do a Christmas Carol episode. And you have the ghost of Christmas part. You have the initial Marley ghost be Timmy. Yeah. You have no. He's Tiny Tim. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, it yeah. writes it fucking self. Yeah. He gets the line at the end. God bless us, everyone, and everybody would laugh and cheer. But then you right. Okay. I just want to get in real quick. Like David Spade is fucking racist in this episode, and blah blah blah. It's what? What year is this? Twenty ten. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose it's true, but you just know what that final episode, uh, that final joke would be if he says, God blesses everyone. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. No, me neither. But you know what it would fucking be, so it wouldn't yeah. fix it. No, um, but still, I, well, I just mean like fix it. Just give it a better fucking plot than like the, the one it has. Such a <laughs> dull Christmas episode. What do you mean? You weren't invested Chris in, you weren't invested in Russell dressing... Timmy, I'm not even going to call him Timmy because I didn't. Really, his name is Tamir. Is it? Yeah, his name is Tamir, but Russell obviously calls him Timmy because he won't call him. He's credited as Timmy. Oh, in on Wiki it says Tamir Timmy Patel. Oh, on on the Wiki page for season five, it's just Timmy. <laughs> obviously the Wiki editor for season five is um a lot lazier. Maybe it's Russell. Could be Russell. Um, but. Uh, 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 I just want to quickly go go through the rest of how I'm casting my Christmas ca- my rules of engagement oh, Christmas yeah. Carol, because so for the Ghost of Christmas Past, you do the Patrick Warburton Megan Price couple. 
Yeah. Because they're, they, they're like the older couple, so yeah. they can be of the past. Mm. And they, they take him back and they show, like, you get to see young Russell. Or you get to see Russell meeting them for the first time. Yeah, that'd be nice. Then, goes to Christmas present, you got Kate Hudson's brother and his, <laughs> his, his fiance. His fiance. Um, they show him, like, you know, how miserable he's made them this Christmas. But how they're 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 going to restore? This is all a dream he's having as well. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. You know, like this he's is gotten really actually... drunk at the Christmas party, and he's like, no, he's tripping. he's like ruined everybody's Christmas. And he goes home, and he's got like he's like, I've done this. And then like Timmy shows up, and he's like, I you ruined Christmas for all. And yeah. like, uh, and then you will be visit- like, Yeah, it's a, it is just a Christmas car. And then yeah, obviously the Ghost of Christmas Future is is Spade because that's how it always is, yes. isn't it? Like. Or it's deaf, but it'll be... It's deaf. But it'll be spade. It could be Sandler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Sandler doing what's-his-face. It could be Sandler Whoa. doing Whitey. Or Eleanor. <laughs> Russell, why are you so mean at Christmas? <laughs> oh, no. She's back. Adam Sandler sadly never made a guest appearance on Rules of Engagement. Because he was fucking ashamed. He produced it. Yeah. So yeah, I I I was just watching it the whole time because I was just like, when is it going to feel Christmas? I used to love Christmas specials when I was growing up watching like sitcoms. Mm. It was always like the highlight of the season because mm. you love Christmas and it's your friends, the friends celebrating Christmas. Yeah, everyone's having a great time together. Oh, but not the, here. No comments. Or, well, bad comments on the guy who wrote it. I used to watch Father Ted Christmas special every year. Mm. We'll never know who wrote it. We'll never know. <laughs> May they burn in hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, cursed tome. But, you know, I was just watching this being like, when am I going to get something Christmassy out of this episode other than it just being set at Christmas? There was a man dressed as an elf. There was some was, tinsel. There was a woman with reindeer ears. Reindeer yeah. antlers. Yeah. Um, uh, someone was drinking eggnog at some point, possibly. There That's was a buffet. true. That does happen. There was a oh buffet. yes, my favourite Christmas thing. Christmas buffets. They didn't say it was a Christmas buffet. They just well, said it was a buffet. It's implied. The Christmas is silent on every buffet. <laughs> That's why it has a tea in there for Christ the Lord. I was in a comedy sketch once called, um, I can't remember, it was something that was Buffy-related, but we did it as Buffet, like... Buffet the uh, hunger killer. Something like that, and then Good. it was like, I'm Slayer, the Buffet, the Buffet, like, I don't know, I'm Vampire, the Buffet Slayer, oh, and it was like good. a guy who eats a lot of buffets. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, um, good yeah. sketch. Cut this out. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I liked it. Staying in. That was a good comedy sketch. <laughs> I just noticed that one of my notes was, does David Spade have nothing to do but torture this poor immigrant? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't have anything to do. He has no attachment. He's just a weird, malevolent presence. But you know what, though? What? Out of everything we've watched him in, Best performance he's done so far. Oh my fucking god, right? Like, <laughs> it was one of my first notes. was like, it's actually really nice to watch David Spade pretending to be an arsehole. 
Or just channeling him. Like, that's what he does. Like that's what he's good at. Well, yeah, I mean, I did, I did enjoy his performance. I mean, actually, no, I didn't. I didn't. But I didn't. I didn't hate. I did hate him. But it was a different kind of hatred where I went, "Oh, I see now why people cast him because he can do this." Yeah, he like. I mean, obviously, he's been playing this role for five years. He's had time yeah. to settle into it. True. Like, you know, Dickie Roberts, he just woke up one day and suddenly that was it. Um, but I, you know, he was the one on the show who popped the most. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, Kate Hudson's brother, which is what he will only be referred to <laughs> as from now on. Oh, KHB. KHB. He was shit. Like, yeah. he has nothing. He Also, does it end with, like, does he have to go have sex with that man at the end? He is the little bummer boy. Oh my god. I didn't even put that together. Did you not? No. That's the whole thing. I thought David Spade was the little bummer boy because he was causing everybody to have a bummer Christmas. And, and he meaning. was, and, and he's little. Yeah, it could be. I mean, maybe it's a double meaning. I don't know. I mean, either way, it's not good. I because because bummer, I don't think is that type of slang in America. Oh, is it not? I don't think it is. Because I don't think they say bum in America. Or what as a verb? No, I just think as a word. It's always like your butt or your hiney. I think they say bum. I can't think of like an American accent saying the word bum. 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 Americans, I know there are some of you listening. Do <laughs> you get Amy back on? Amy, do you say the <laughs> word say... bum to mean your butt or ass? Or hiney. Or hiney. Or tushy. Or, t- or fanny. I can never picture it. I get... Ah, he's got his bum out. It doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, no, I can't imagine Eleanor saying. Eleanor can't say bum. Ah, oh, you know when you in the shower and you're washing your bum. <laughs> bum is like the only word for bum. Bum in America is a hobo, right? Yeah, or like that's it. A bummer. In a, I don't like, think it's a bummer. I don't. Yeah, a bummer is in like a bad situation. Yeah, I don't like think, uh, oh, it's I'm feeling down about this. It's a bummer. I don't think it refers to the rectum. Well, all right. Well, then I went into this with a completely different understanding <laughs> <laughs> of what of where this episode. And they pitched. never expected this show to be picked up. In the yes, UK. they did. That's why they took it to a hundred <laughs> episodes for syndication. Yeah, for syndication in the US, this is this, they were like, this is never going to play anywhere. Nobody knows who David Spade is. Well, alas, they do. <laughs> Us, the last bastions of true knowledge, knowing the true face of Russell Dunbar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was just, I was just looking at the surnames on the show as well. I find it always very lazy just to give your Indian character a surname of Patel. Yeah. I think it's even more lazy, or it's even worse to just have an Indian character just for jokes about them, and that's their sole purpose in the show. It's good. <laughs> it is good, isn't it? I suppose. God. You know, it's, God, it's it's a shame we can't travel back in time to 2010. What and see if we would have loved this show. Well, no, because we could have watched it how it was meant to be seen, wedged in between How I Met Your Mother and Two and a Half Men. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare lineup. 
It's a Monday night. Ooh. That's a big night, to be fair, though, isn't it, for TV? Yeah, but I feel like rules of engagement is where people are like, I'm just going to go and make some dinner. I need my microwave spaghetti. <laughs> it was on a, It was the Monday night, 9pm slot. That's pretty good, though. They then moved it to 8.30 on Thursdays uh, to be played after the Big Bang Theory. Oof. Is that good? I don't know. I don't the know show? How. Or, well, or no, like the, obviously the, the show's fucking terrible, but the scheduling. I mean, I guess it's a good lead-in. It's a big show. Yeah. People love that. Like, hey, Bazinga. <laughs> Bazoopies. Bazinga. That was a show. Yeah, it was a show. I watched a TV show the other day that I really enjoyed and then saw that it was a Chuck Lorre production and I got really just sad. The Big Bang Theory. No. It was um, uh, It's called Bee Positive. Is about bees? No, it's about a kidney transplant. That sounds good. I'm sorry, it, some people seem to be celebrating outside. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, because earlier I feel like I heard something come crashing down. Yeah, I think a woman went and fell into a into the front of a shop. I'm not really sure. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if someone's like watching really loud TV where you are. No, I just live in the centre of. London, <laughs> so you hear all the things here. So should we? So that so my my plan to rescue this show would just be to do a Christmas Carol. Episode. I like it. It's good. I mean, it's just traditional, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's been done, but so has everything else about this show. So like, yeah, this show has been on perfectly. for five years. Like this yeah. is their first Christmas episode, <laughs> and this is what they come up with. Yeah. Well, no, we haven't talked. So the full plots are, you know, everyone everyone's got their own stuff going on. Kate Hudson's brother wants to give nice gifts to his wife because she's so distant, not appearing in the episode for most of it. Um, she's gone to visit her family who don't like him. Was that like? I think yeah. I do. It's also a good trans joke later on, and I say good when I mean bad. Oh, I didn't um, notice that one. Did I? Uh, I don't know if you did. Not sure. What was the joke? What was the joke? The joke was like um, they were looking at the Christmas photo, and I think Megan Price's character was like, "Oh, Adam did go with you," and she's like, "No, that's my sister." Oh, like that was the joke, like. She was like, yeah, she's going through a rough time at the moment. Oh. Implying that she looks like a man. Oh. That's good. Well... It's 2010. It's it's hard to know if that is a trans joke, isn't it? Or if it's a... Just, uh... Oh, women letting themselves go are disgusting. Well, it's just a joke. It's a joke at the expense of a woman looking like a man. Yeah, no, I suppose that's true. Yes. It's not, it's, it's not a very good joke. It's not good anyway. Any way it is. Was there a good joke in this episode? Oh, you're telling me... I mean, I didn't laugh. Did you? Not at a joke, but at a delivery. Oh, go on. So at the diner at the beginning, where they set up the um, that Megan Price thinks she's funnier than Patrick Warburton. Mm. What and... a disgusting notion. <laughs> and one that I'm glad they put to bed in this episode. Uh, Patrick Warburton's like, you're the funny one? And she goes, you know that. And he said, he just quickly comes back with, I don't think anyone knew that. Which isn't a good joke. It doesn't really make sense. But it just was a very good delivery on it. It was a very quick fire delivery back. And I was like, oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that delivery. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, fine. I kept wondering because so she she is at this party trying to prove that she's the funny one. Yeah, let's get into the the real plots. The real plots of this. This is episode. a different party. Yeah, the two parties going on simultaneously is shit. So wouldn't yeah. it make sense to just have them at the same party? <laughs> just they work together. They're you can not... have your characters <laughs> together. I thought maybe it was the same party. It's just different parts. No, it really wasn't. <laughs> no, I know. But again, how you fix it? Uh, yeah. So the full plots of this are, yeah, all of uh, Kate Hudson's brother has got his wife ticket. No, um, like IOU stubs for romantic Christmassy gifts. Like, um, you know, for a back rub and for a long hug, etc. That's one plot going on. David Spade is just picking on Tamir. I'm not really sure why. Because he's horrible and he's Scrooge. Just because he's horrible and because he's Scrooge. Fine, fine, fine. And makes him dress up as an elf. And the third is that some offhand comment that Patrick Warburton's wife makes is like, I think I'm funny. He's like, you're not fucking funny. And then you're spends, a woman. You're a woman, and then he just spends the whole rest of the whole rest of the episode teaching her how she isn't funny, and the show itself is like she isn't funny. I did quite not like, but I, the the joke in that when David Spade is like, "No, she is funny. She wore that jacket once," and everybody was like, "Oh yeah, that bad looking jacket," and I was like, "Oh, that's all right." Is it? That's fine. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I I kept wondering if we were going to see the jacket. Again, would have been fine if we had. I mean, I'd have been like, oh, okay. That would have been really amusing. It would have been great if she was like, if if finally she was like, oh, I'm not making anybody laugh. And like at the end of the episode, she turns up in that jacket and everybody laughs because it's not a good jacket. That's the thing. The other thing is, you... They bring up the jacket like three times. They do, and, they and so you think that you're, you're going to see it. Yeah, you think. But again, that's another way of sorting this episode out. Even if you keep its current structure, you, you give them a bet dynamic. How many people can each of them make laugh? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant when you said a bet dynamic. I thought you meant uh, the character Bet from Oliver Twist, who's Nancy's friend. And I was like, why would this? Why would this? No, you did. Victorian. Even Dickensian character. You can't tell me that when you hear the word bet. The yeah, first I immediately thing think you of bet from Oliver Twist. Jesus Christ, man. That's Why not... would this Dickensian character be in this modern day sitcom? Oh, I hate this. The bet factor. It's not true. Anyway, yeah, you add in a bet structure where, yeah. Who Why can make... are you putting this character in, Josh? <laughs> She doesn't even add that much to Oliver Twist. Do you just want me to say the word betting? A gambling structure. Would that help? Oh. <laughs> I get it. Not bet the character from Oliver <laughs> Twist. A wager. A wager. I don't know what you mean. <sighs> I only speak in... Oliver Twist references. You only speak in Dickens at this point. Look, consider yourself my podcast host. <laughs> so after some consideration, I can state rules of engagement is shite. <laughs> That's good. Oh, God. 
anyway, yeah, you get them to have a wager against each other, and then as a as a as a what do you call it? a forfeit, she has to wear the dumb jacket, and then you get a laugh. No, no, no. He has to wear the dumb jacket. He has to wear the dumb jacket. And it's all small because he's a big man. But somehow he and carries then, And it then off. David Spade is like, fat guy in a little coat as a reference to Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I got it. I wish I got the reference. One day, maybe. Oh, oh man. man. It's not as good as like the reference you were trying to put in earlier like to Oliver Twist. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around on that idea. I like the idea of you just put like an ancillary character from a classic novel into a modern day sitcom. Yeah, that's like wasn't that a show? Wasn't it called like Lost in Austin? Nah, that's different though. That's like like I like the idea of like it's just a truly supporting character put into just a setting that they don't belong. Not even supporting, just like Bet doesn't really need to be in that story. Nobody's favourite character is Bet. She's like the Timmy of this of of this world, <laughs> and you just pop her in, and everybody like it's just the same episode. But then every now and then they'll be like, "What do you think, Ben?" And she goes, "Oh, I don't know." I hate this. <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Okay. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. It's Christmas. You? It is Christmas. It is Christmas. You could. Well, it's like... It reminds... And of course, you know, like, I've tried to turn me. it into a Dickens story, like Christmas Carol. Yeah. And you've tried to turn it into Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like when the BBC tried to do their shared universe Dickens TV Dickensian. show. Dickensian. Dickensian. Yeah, I watched half an episode of that. Did you? Was it good? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with season five, episode twelve of Rules of Games. Oh yeah, no, that that sacred tome. That's that definitely like that's like classic TV right there. Mm. Um. Yeah. I. I obviously look. We don't have a lot to say about this. Um. Wait. Do you want to? <laughs> I. I just want to go through. David Spade's his character's eventual HR meeting. <laughs> Wait, does that happen? No, but based oh. on what he's done in this episode, but no, because I think he like owns the company. He can't own the company. I think he's like Mister Company. Uh oh, yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, is reading it? his, no, I don't think he is. But oh, wait, far his father's real estate and development business. Dunbar Industries. Yeah, he ain't getting no HR meeting. He's he's like um, the guy at the beginning in the mask who's like, Ipkiss, you're late. That's as good as stealing. And then Richard Jenny Richard Jenny is like, I wish my daddy owned the bank. Yeah, yeah, I get you. I'm all about the ancillary characters this week. Yeah, you really are. What if that guy went into A <laughs> Christmas Carol? Oh, just <laughs> Christmas. I mean, he is in a Christmas. I wish Carol. my daddy was Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> I wish my daddy couldn't afford to feed all of us, including me, Tiny Tim. I wish my daddy was Bob Cratchit. <laughs> <laughs> That's his name. Uh, yeah. Well, all right. Well, you've ruined my bit because I had a whole bit about David Spade's HR meeting. Do your bit. Do your bit. You I can do it. It's all no. I won't because it's funnier this way. 
because I don't have to do the work, and then everyone will think I did. No, they won't. They won't think. Anyway, I t- all right. If we're not going to talk about this much longer, I just that's not to say the podcast is going to end soon, listeners. No, but- no, there's, there's there's more to come. It's Christmas, damn it. <laughs> but I just want to bring up some of, you know, I mean, I, uh, not to sound like an old rabbit. That's not a phrase, but <laughs> to bring up David Spade's crimes in this episode like the crimes of grindelwald like the crimes of grindelwald but written um, by someone who doesn't exist written again written by and starring someone who doesn't exist (laughs) um so yeah obviously we've mentioned that he dresses up his his assistant uh tamir as an elf and throws his clothes out the window and throws his clothes out the window obviously but before that he says, what are you up to this Christmas or whatever creepy pagan ritual you observe? So this is when he would say, like, God bless us, everyone. You think that this is where the joke would yes, come in? I think that's where it would go. <sighs> you know, so, yeah, right. Listeners, if you turned off before thinking we were being racist, we were just anticipating racism, which is not the same, <laughs> although it is linked <laughs> But I don't know, I don't think it is because we aren't being racist. We're talking about a character who is inherently racist. That's true, but we are thinking A in beloved his voice. sitcom are... character. <laughs> beloved truth. We are thinking in his voice though, so oh I don't know. Who's to... anyway. Uh, the the second quote that I had written down was when David Spade has succeeded in dressing Tamir as an elf, and the women walk past and he says, These days even the North Pole is outsourcing. Yeah, I noticed that because it made me think of that movie we talked about last outsourcing. week. Outsourcing. Yeah. Yeah. And then... It's a good show. <laughs> oh, yeah. And show then, of course, he gives... 100 episodes. Of course, he thinks it's funny to give uh, the sex coupon to the gay man. The one coded gay man in this office. So, so... I want to talk about the coupon stuff, actually. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. So, because the first coupon is, like, a hug. It's the long hug. That specifies at least two minutes. Well, at first, it's not mentioned how long the hug is. Yeah. And at first, she's just like, it's I'm having a really you. bad week. Can, can I use this to get my hug? Yeah. It's funny because she's fat and old. And he's like, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Those are for my wife. Just give the woman a hug. Like she's having a bad time. Just hug, yeah. Like just hug it's just woman. a hug, and then you see them hugging, and the audience is like, "He's hugging a woman." They're who's gonna not fuck. <laughs> and then, so later on, the the uh, queer coded character yes. pops up. It's name like Stuart. I didn't even Something notice. Something like that. He pops up, and he's like, "I have a coupon," and he's like, "Oh no." That's for my wife or fiance. And he's like, no, this coupon it was in my 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 what's it called my, my stocking. stocking. So you got to do it, and he gets let off. And at that point, I was like, is he gonna like have sex with this man? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then it cuts to them dancing. So I was like, oh, phew, it was just a dance. And then later, Stuart shows up again because. Kate Hudson's brother has implied that there was a coupon in here that there was a bit of a gift for him. Yeah. Which I was I'm trying to figure out. It's either like either he wants he wants to give her anal 
He wants her to give up the butt. Yeah. Or he wants a blowy. Yeah. Um, either one. Stuart now has this coupon, yeah. and he's like requesting it, and he's like, "Oh, I've got to go do this." Is he going outside to get like a blowy outside the uh, outside the diner, like yeah. just a hand job? He's going off to do a Pee Wee Herman. How dare you? <laughs> Every week, baby. Not outside a diner. No, <laughs> that's true. In a porn theater, it's fine. Under a roof. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's fine. Yeah, so pretty awful. Yeah, I, I don't really like this plot. <laughs> no, I really, I really, t- I mean, between that, between the racism stuff, between the homophobic stuff, and then between the women aren't funny unless. So the other part of this is obviously that um, Audrey, Patrick Warburton in the show's wife, Audrey, played by Megan Price, her thing is like, oh, she thinks she's funny. And then she goes around the party making loads of faux pas and just not being funny until she starts doing, yeah, a 90s comedy routine about like a Joe Brand routine about how her husband Leave Joe is... Brand alone, man. Like well, that's her whole bit as well. Like it's like that's her bit. Her bit is my husband is dumb. I, don't know. I feel like Joe Brand's got better material than Audrey. No, I mean she definitely does. But also <laughs> every every panel show I've ever seen Joe Brand do is my husband is dumb. Or my husband snores, etc. Which is fine. Like it's fine. Yeah, and that, and then finally she finds her place, which is she is only funny when she's commenting on her husband or wearing a jacket because her husband is so inherently funny or wearing a jacket where the joke is on her i um it feels like that do you remember that harry enfield sketch that's like women know your limits <laughs> this whole episode is that <laughs> yeah it's who's whose plot line is your favorite <laughs> this is sophie's choice is it <laughs> who has your favorite plot line uh, Who is the least problematic plotline? Um, it's probably the being funny one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Because that, if you're being nice to this show, you could be like... And we should be nice to this show. If you'd entertain <laughs> us for 20 didn't minutes. It didn't entertain any of us. It, it um, was quick. You could. It was quick. Yeah, no, that was a mercy. That I I found it amazing that I woke up on Saturday morning, which is the usual day that I watch the things. <laughs> like that we waking watch. up on Christmas morning. I woke up on Christmas morning and I went, "Oh no, I've got to watch another fucking shit film." And then I went, "Oh no, I don't. I only have to watch twenty two minutes of entertainment in fucking open quota in inverted commas quotation marks whatever." Um, but if solid you're being entertainment. solid entertainment, if you're being nice to the show, that. That could just be a uh, a weird joke storyline about the dynamics that come from long-term relationships and marriage where people fall into their own roles and they might view them differently and it's just about re-establishing a new status quo. That's being nice. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not that. It's, but it's women the one, it's funny. The one that just feels like, yeah, no, it is that. <laughs> Did you notice that a week after we watched Fifty First Dates, this was another Happy Madison project that spoils the sixth sense? Yes. Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Why do they keep doing it? I don't know. Maybe Adam Sandler is just like, hey guys, you gotta, you gotta let me, let me ruin the sixth sense a little. Wait, uh... wait, 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 wait. Did... What came out in '99? Big Daddy. Did Big Daddy <laughs> open against 
The Sixth, Sixth Sense. Sense and The Sixth Sense won? No, because Big Daddy was a big hit and Sixth Sense was a big hit, I don't think. Unless he's like, The Sixth Sense got nominated for Best Picture, why didn't Big Daddy? Yeah, it could be. Could be. <laughs> Who knows? But it's just amazing that still in 2010 or whenever this came out, 2010? Yes, because it's 10 years. In yes. 2010, The Sixth Sense is still the biggest twist ending that they can refer to well they were talking about inception at one point they did but it was just like i didn't get inception yeah that was the same year very good 2010 same year so you Mm. know current that was a current yeah up to date and you know what that would even that that chat about inception sets up the dream christmas carol episode (laughs) much better than anything else is set up in this dumb show oh josh Yes. Do you have an MVP? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I didn't think about it. Um, time. <laughs> the runtime? Yeah, time, the runtime was short. And I enjoyed that. And so it's time. Or it's whatever fair. came for this. Whatever came for the life of this. What? <laughs> like, did it... like the Grim Reaper? Yeah, the Grim Reaper. Or did it like... I'm... What came for the oh, life of this? CBS. 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 Because um, they cancelled it. they cancelled it. it after 100 episodes. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like, how long can you let a war go on? How many lives must be lost before the war must end? How sad is that? The effective... I'm just looking at things, but effective January 12th, 2012, CBS removed rules of engagement from its Thursday lineup. Replacing it with the new sitcom... Mike and Molly. Nope. Um, He's another boy that we've talked about. 2012? No. Oh, yes, in 2012. Is it Kevin Can Wait? No. (laughs) Shit. Um, He's a boy... Has we talked about him this week? No. Oh, possibly. (laughs) Is it a Polly Shaw sitcom? No. Um, He's a big... We've watched many of his films. We've watched many of his films. For this podcast. For this podcast. So I'd say... Is, is it real Rob? It's just Rob. Oh, it's just Rob. This got moved <laughs> to make space for Rob. Oh. Uh, rules. I assume that's what people, the real rules heads call it. They just call it rules. Rules would return. I would call it enca- engagement. Engage rules. Engagement. Um, gages. Rules Do you think pe- the people turned this on thinking it was a spin-off <laughs> of the Tommy Lee Jones Samuel L. Jackson 2000 movie Rules of Engagement. Well, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> the, Not, uh, I've seen that, but still. The war and legal drama directed by William Friedkin. Yeah, I thought it was that. But with <laughs> like, David Spade in it. Patrick Warburton stepping into the Samuel L. Jackson role and, and David Spade as Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Oh, I see. Right, sorry. Something that... Um... I should have known. So Patrick Warburton's character shuns anything that might resemble sensitivity and often views his marriage as a competition or war, refusing to let Audrey win the upper hand at anything. So it is a spin-off of the show, because the war is still <laughs> going. <laughs> it's still going. Oh, God, it's all shit. Well, I mean, look, hey, look, at least he's got a consistent character then. He does. It's true. They just transplant that to every single episode. It's fine. It's good. Yeah, every episode, um, every week, they're like, 
Oh, how can we set him up as a war with his wife? I hate sitcoms where they're just couples who don't really love each other. Yeah, like, why are they together? I hate it. But, you know, he's got a heart of gold, really, when? Well, you'll never see it. (laughs) We'll never demonstrate it, because it doesn't exist. We'll never watch another episode of this show. No, we'll never know. Because there's no Valentine's Day episodes. Maybe the final episode, he just fucking kills himself. And then, that's it. Done. Or maybe him and David Spade (laughs) each other. Zach Morris's trash where it's like yeah, we I never see them again because they probably fucking killed themselves. Yeah. <laughs> I love Zach Morris's trash. It's incredible. It's very good. If people if listeners haven't watched it, it's on YouTube. It's just construction deconstructions of uh Saved by the Bell episodes showing you why Zach Morris is the worst person. Yeah, Saved no, by the Bell. Trash. Back now on Peacock. It's brilliant. Um Oh, were you ready to Fuck, what's his name as Colonel Sanders? Norm MacDonald? What? What do you mean? What do you mean, what do you mean? What's his name? Norm MacDonald has played Colonel Sanders a few times. I still haven't given my name. Mario Lopez. Mario Lopez is starring in the short... Yeah, I saw that, I saw that. I I, I remember, I said to a few people that Mario Lopez is daddy. Um, (laughs) It's true. Can I do my MVP? I was going to say, who's your MVP, man? It's uh, B- Bianca Kajic. <laughs> what, because she's not there? Yeah, because she's like smart enough to escape from this episode. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who's your LVP? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Like, TV. <laughs> I can't do that again. It's getting harder and harder to say disparaging thing. I don't know. Fucking fish. The bat. Fish. No, the animal for crawling out of the water <laughs> and deciding to grow feet and set off this whole calamitous affair known as consciousness, which leads to art, which somehow down the line leads to rules of engagement. That's what I'm going with. My LVP are the um, extras at the Patrick Warburton party who do the worst fake laughing. <laughs> <laughs> they have a real problem with just like anytime someone's either Warburton or Megan Price are telling a funny story, they're just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sort of just end, and then they walk away. <laughs> yeah, that's how that's how you laugh at parties. That's laugh etiquette, isn't it? Uh, yeah, they're, they're they're my least favorite characters. They're my LVPs. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a good. That's it's... good. Uh, very quickly, can we talk about David Spade's acting style, which is just he just says words when he's meant to be laughing. He just goes ah ha ha ha. Yeah, he doesn't laugh. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, his best. David role. Spade also just so what this is seven years on from uh, what? What did we watch? Dicky Robs. Dicky Robs. Yeah. He looks terrible. Yeah, he does. He's aged poorly. He's swelled up. Are we going to watch the new Netflix show with him and London Hughes? Oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> or That's I think they great. just review stuff on Netflix. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah, I love London Hughes. Excited to see how she interacts with David Spade <laughs> and what that dynamic's like. Especially after There's we saw a comedy her. duo we really want. Yeah, it's who we need right now. It's the 2020 comedy duo. Especially after seeing her perform Macavity. That was very good. Josh. 
Yeah. We've finished talking about the episode. Yeah. Of TV that we watched. But yeah. we're not done yet. No. Oh. Because I have a Christmas surprise for you. Oh. This is so exciting and embarrassing because I didn't do anything. That's all right. Why change the dynamic we have going forward? Josh, I have logged onto a website called thequiz.com. <laughs> oh, the quiz. The quiz. Dot com. The quiz. Com. And I have found a quiz called. Can you pass this Adam Sandler movies quiz? Holy shit. Okay, cool. And I, I'm going to put you... I'm going to see how well you... There's like 30 questions. <laughs> this is going to be really good, listeners. Buckle up. So, Josh, are you ready to play... I am. ...the Adam Sandler movie quiz on thequiz.com? Yeah. Do I get, like... Is it, like, um, who wants to be a millionaire rules? Like, or some lifelines. Yeah. Alright, I'll give you your like. You get this. Well, you can't have an nasty audience because they're <laughs> they're they're listening to it now. They can scream the answer at the at the phone. But um, please do. Maybe maybe kids kids. I don't know. If you scream loud enough, the tachyons will go back in time and influence my decisions. No. So um, <laughs> so you can have you can have fifty fifty, and y- you can phone a friend. But you're my friend. I'm your friend. And Yay. Oh, he finally said it. I, I might give you the right answer. <laughs> okay. That's, that's good. Uh, can one of the... All right. Instead of ask the audience, can it be ask Wikipedia? No. Oh. That's just Googling stuff. You could go on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It'll take too much time. No one pays attention to me there anyway. Um, are you ready? Yeah, go on. Are you ready to play the Adam Sandler movie quiz? Josh Pappenheim, come on down! Oh, yay, I'm here! Oh, I love it! Oh, I'm back on a different show. It's so great to be back on a show because the animal attacks have dried up, but it's nice that we've got another bit that we can do. Question one. Oh, yeah, I'm not sat down. Right, I'm sat down now. Question one. Yes. In... Billy Madison. Oh. <laughs> Who did Billy fall in love with? Was it A, his principal, B, his maid, C, his third grade teacher, or D, a former classmate? C, his third grade teacher. That is correct you can't be putting those pauses in it's gonna take so long (laughs) it's 30 questions and you're doing fucking dramatic pauses this isn't gonna be fun whose show is this (laughs) so i guess it's yours dad question two what was the final category that won billy his diploma diploma what was the final category that won (laughs) billy his diploma yeah. Was it A, cartoons, B, business ethics, C, math, or D, sports history? Business ethics. That is correct. Yes. Question three. <laughs> Why does Happy Gilmore become a golfer? To win His... over women? B, <laughs> to pay for his grandmother's surgery? C, He's good at golf and wants to win. D, to pay for his grandmother's house. 
Oh, shit. Is it to pay for the house? Is that your final answer? Yes. It's correct! Yay! I'm three for three. My parents are so proud of me right now. <laughs> what is the name of Happy Gilmore's rival? Is it A, Shooter, Shooter McGavin? McGavin? Is that your final answer? Or do yes. you want me to read the other <laughs> no, answer? No, I don't want to read the other answer. I honestly was not... Ex- you don't think it's Angry Gilmore? <laughs> Fucking hell. I did... <sighs> Mikey did... Driver? Or Lion Forest? could be Lion Forest. Shooter fucking McGavin. Shooter McGavin is correct. Are you keeping score, by the way? I am ticking them along, and I will get a score (laughs) at the end. Which celebrity does Happy fight at the Pro-Am tournament? Is it A, Jerry Springer, B, Drew Carey, C, Maury Povich, or D, Bob Barker? Bob fucking Barker. Correct! Yes! What position did Sandler's character play in The Waterboy? Was it A, quarterback, B, linebacker, C, wide receiver, or D, kicker? Um, oh, fuck. This is the one that I've only seen, like, once. Is it wide receiver? That feels right. Or is he kicker? I don't know. Wide receiver is... Let's go wide receiver. Incorrect! Oh no. He was a linebacker. You Fuck! dumb piece of shit. I am a dumb piece of shit. I don't even know what those positions are. I know what kicker is. I get that. Is it real? I don't know. What was Robbie Hart's <laughs> dream job before settling on being a wedding singer? Was it A, rock star, B, model, C, barber, or D, boy band member? Hmm, I wonder, I wonder what it could be, I wonder what it could be, the film about a man who sings. Rockstar! It's correct! Yes! Which musician saved Robbie (laughs) from a fight on an airplane? Was it A, Billy fucking Idol! (laughs) Billy Idol! It's correct! Yes! (laughs) Question nine. In how many Adam Sandler movies has Drew Barrymore been the love interest? Three. One, five, <laughs> three, or three. seven? Three. Three. Is correct. Can you name all three movies? Yes. Can you do it? Oh, I see. You want me to. Yes. <sighs> Wedding singer, 51st Days and Blended. Congratulations. That does not count for a point. I did it. What team did Bobby Boucher play for in The Waterboy? Was it A, the Western Louisiana Poodles? B, Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Irish. <laughs> oh, my eyes are bloody bat. They're fucking barmy at the moment, aren't they? C, Louisiana State University Tigers. Or D, South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs. I'm going to go with Tigers, because I think I remember them being orange. Incorrect! The answer oh, is South Central Louisiana State University Mud Dogs. Ooh. Okay, yeah, what's a mud dog? I don't know. <laughs> the dog in the mud. Oh, cool. What, what do you want from me? Who played the child in Big Daddy? Was it A, the Jonas Brothers? B, 
B. James and Oliver Phelps. The Sprouse C, Brothers. C. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. The Sprouse or Brothers. Or D. Cole and Dylan Sprouse. The Sprouse Brothers. I need one of those answers, please. Cole and Dylan Sprouse. Thank you. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so far, your weakest subject is the water boy. <laughs> Question 12. Listeners, are you having fun? Which late night host was Sandler's roommate in Big Daddy? Was it A. Conan O'Brien? John Colbert. B. John, John Colbert. C. Stephen John Colbert. Colbert. Or John D. Colbert. David <laughs> it's John Colbert. That person does not exist. It's John Stewart. That is correct. Yay. <laughs> yes. Where did Kevin's girlfriend used to work in Big Daddy? Is it A, Hooters. Chuck Hooters. E. Cheese? Hooters. It's Hooters. Hooters. Yes, Hooters. Hooters. Come on, man. <laughs> I have a job. What? You, what? <laughs> what was the first film released by Happy Madison Productions? Cheese Bigelow, Mel Gigolo, 1999. Is correct. The other answers could have been Joe Dirt, The Master of Disguise, or The Please Animal. <laughs> yeah, all right. How many times does Adam Sandler's character die in Little Nicky? Is it 7, Ooh. 28, 2, or 666? 7. It's correct! Yes! Fucking hell, that's bad. I shouldn't know that. Question 16. Which celebrity kills the last of Little Nicky's brothers? Is it Slash, Brett Michaels, Ozzy Osbourne, or Maynard James Keenan. Fucking hell, who's putting Maynard James Keenan in that list? For the real fucking tool heads. Jesus Christ. Ozzy fucking Osbourne, come on. That is correct. I'm just going to go listen to a perfect circle. <laughs> fucking dickweeds. Who does Nikki's mother fall in love with at the end of the movie? Lorne Michaels? Chris Farley? David Spade? Or Alec Baldwin? Chris Farley. Correct. Yes. R.I.P. <laughs> Such a respectful quiz. Question 18. What's <laughs> Mr. Beast? <laughs> what? What <laughs> is your problem? Oh, uh, nothing. Keep going. Keep going. This is a respectable quiz. What's Mr. Deed's first name? Is it Longfellow. A. Doug. Longfellow. B. Longfellow. Longfellow. C. Dirty. Or <laughs> or D. Small man. It's Longfellow. It's Longfellow. Correct. Brilliant. Question nineteen. <laughs> what was Mr. Deed's dream job? Was it A. He wants to write racing cards for Hallmark. B. Fashion designer for Gucky. C. Sports <laughs> writer for the Boston Globe. Or D. Greeting card writer for Hallmark. Greeting card writer for Hallmark. Like in 500 Days of Summer. Congratulations. You got it right. Yes. Question 20. Uh, What's the name of Sadler's cartoon holiday movie? Eight it, Crazy Nights. Is it A. The Hanukkah Movie? <laughs> B. Adam Sandler's holiday movie. Yeah. C. Winter Break or D. Eight Crazy Nights. 
none of those because it's actually Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights. That is correct. Yeah, bonus point, bitch. Question 21. Which famous athlete made a cameo as a patient in anger management? Is it A, John McEnroe, B, Tiger Woods, C, Derek Jeter, or D? I'm on the line as Johnny McEnroe. Lou Pinella. (laughs) (laughs) It could be Lou Pinella. It's Johnny McEnroe. It is John McEnroe. You're correct. (sighs) Question 22. What is the name of Sandler's cat in anger management? The Hulk, Meatball, Spike... Or spaghetti. Meatball. Meatball is correct. Brilliant. Question 23, covering a movie we haven't actually covered yet. Ooh! Who played Adam Sandler's The youngest, Longest Yard character in the original? Was it A, Clint Eastwood, B, Marlon Brando, C, Tom Selleck, or D, Burt Reynolds? Oh. Uh, I mean, it's Vinnie Jones, I assume. That is not the original. Oh. Burt Reynolds, probably. It's Burt Reynolds. Yes! Which NFL commentator did play-by-play for the Cops vs. Cons game in The Longest Yard? Is it A, John Gruden, B, Chris Berman, C, Joe Buck, or D, Al Michaels? be good if i knew any of the i'm gonna go with c joe buck yeah joe buck that's a nice name you fucking idiot it (laughs) is b chris berman oh fuck question 25 which wwe wrestler was not in the longest yard was it a stone cold steve austin Mm. b dwayne the rock johnson Mm. c bob sapp or D, Kevin Nash. Who's Bob Sapp? Bob um, Sapp. You know, Bob Sapp. <laughs> Your old friend, Bob Sapp. I'm going to go with The Rock for this. That is correct. Yes. You would know if The Rock was in The Longest Yard. You would smell it cooking. Question 26. Which actor sold Sandler the Universal Remote in Click? Is it A, Christopher Walken, yes. B, Snoop Dogg, no. C, Rodney Dangerfield, no. or D, Robert De Niro? No, it's Christopher Walken. That is correct. Yes. Question 27. What is the downside to the Universal Remote? A, it works everything except the TV. B, once it is used to... B, once... <laughs> Once it is used to your actions, it runs automatically and you can't control it. C, half the buttons don't work, or D, it's an ugly color. Uh, does it not control the TV? That is incorrect! Fuck! Once right. it is used to your actions, it runs automatically and you can't control it. Well, it's really shit. Plot point. <laughs> Question 28. Why do Chuck and Larry get married? Is it A... Because they love each other. No. The answer written here is because they love each other. Oh, that's nice. B. So Larry can list Chuck as a primary beneficiary for insurance purposes. C. They got really drunk and did it by accident. Or D. They don't want to die alone. 
Uh, it's, it's some sort of dumb. It's it's the could I not marry my son tax wise? It raises some interesting questions. It's that. It's what's his face, isn't it? It's Jeremy Irons going weird. I for need you purposes. to give me an insurance purposes. Okay. Insurance purposes. That is correct. Like Jeremy Irons. For Yay! Sake, just play the game. <laughs> we get right. it. Jeremy Irons is a weirdo. Tax wise. Question twenty nine. How do the firefighters get out of jail? What? <laughs> How do the firefighters get out of jail? Is this like a setup to a joke? A. Agree to pose and submit photos for a charity calendar. B. Had friends in the police force. C. The judge changed her mind. Or D. They successfully appealed the decision. What film is this? How do the firefighters <laughs> get out of jail? Is this rain over me? How do the firefighters get oh, out of jail? Oh, God, I don't know. Friends in the police. Friends in the police. You dumb ass piece of <laughs> shit. Okay. You fucking ugly motherfucker. <laughs> you should what have known it? that the answer was... Agree to pose and submit photos for a charity calendar. From Is that the movie, how Rain Over Me ends? From the movie, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh, okay. Right. Question 30. Which profession did the Zohan pursue upon coming to America? Hairdresser. Is it A, masseuse. Hairdresser. B, cab driver. Hairdresser. C, hairstylist. Hairstylist. D, <laughs> shawarma shop owner. Hairstylist. Are you sure you don't want to go with hairdresser, which isn't actually an answer on this? You were so confident before. <laughs> I was. Hairstylist. Congratulations, that is correct. I, I did thought it. there were 30 questions. There are more. No, I there... don't want more. How many more? There are a total of 35 questions. All right, okay. If it's the final... All right. Final five, then. Can we do them Who quick? Who was not... Oh, fuck off. Just let me read them. <laughs> Who was not one of the other dads in Grown Ups? Was it A. Kevin James, B. Rob Schneider, C. Steve Buscemi, or D. David Spade? Who was not one yes. of the dads? Steve Buscemi. That is correct. Yes. But is that correct? Do do does David Spade have a child in that movie? Maybe not in the first one. Oh, twist. Question 32. What sport did the grown-ups play against each, the other group of dads? Basketball. It, it is basketball. Yes. It's always fucking basketball. Question 33. Yeah. Who played Sandler's son in That's My Boy? Is it A, Bill Hader? No. B, Andy Samberg? Yes. C, Pete Davidson? No. Or D, Jimmy Fallon? No, it's Andy Samberg. Correct. Yay. Question 34. Who played Jill in Jack and Jill? Is it A, Dana Coffey, B, David Spade, C, Rob Schneider, or D, Adam Sandler? Oh, I don't know. Well, he's, so, he's so well done. The makeup and the prosthetics and everything. It could have been anyway. He's the master. It could actually be Dana Carvey as the master of disguise. I will put uh, Dana Carvey. No, it's Adam, it's Adam Sandler. Fuck off. It is Adam Sandler. 
Question 35. Back to a classic. Who was not one of the ghosts that congratulated Happy on his tournament win? Is it A, the alligator that bit off Chubb's hand, B, Ben Hogan, C, Chubb's Peterson, or D, Abraham Lincoln? Which one was Ben Hogan? Ben Hogan! No, I said who's Ben Hogan? Ben Hogan! Oh, okay. Um... Abraham Lincoln, maybe? Incorrect. The answer Fuck. was Ben Hogan. <laughs> I should have gone with I've never heard of Ben Hogan. Who the fuck is that? But I thought it sounded like a character name. Anyway. Uh, you got 83% correct. God, I'm wasting my fucking life. The average and score so you, listeners. is 77%. Yes. You are above average. I hope you feel better. I do. How would you have done? Oh, thank you. For, thanks for thanks for having me. I show. don't play the quiz. I just read it. Yeah, but all right. But <laughs> have you? Good night, everybody. <laughs> He's gone now. Oh, thank fuck. He's, gone. <laughs> He's going to later be investigated for crimes committed in the 1970s. His name is Larry Ramon. <laughs> That's good. I don't like him <laughs> at all. He He's he too... was very insulting to you at points. He really was. I really didn't like it. He's I mean, he's a he's a man full of anger. Give me what's Alec Trebek. Alex he's dead. Trebek? No, I know he's dead, but you know Larry Ramon's live. Well, not for much longer. Not well. I heard something in that larynx. It sounded like angina. Vagina. So, angina. So in his larynx. Yeah. Vagina so you never know. In his larynx. Huh? Vagina in his larynx. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> Would you feel better if um, no. we put bet in <laughs> I wouldn't feel better. Okay, so that was good. That was a fun little quiz bit. Um <laughs> was a fun little quiz bit. Was a fun little quiz bit. Uh, I, I've just had an email through to tell me that my ticket to Wonder Woman is now cancelled. That's good. Happy Everything. Tier 3, everybody. Yeah, happy Tier 3. Well, no, by the time this comes out, it's Christmas. Yeah, but I believe this drops on the same day that they're re-evaluating the tiers. Oh, so Christmas might not happen anymore. No, Christmas will happen, but they're going to re-evaluate this. I mean, even if Christmas does happen, like, we're still in Tier 3. Yeah. Just uh, cancelling all tears because it's Christmas. Oh, right, I see. It's rubbish. I don't even understand how it's working. It's just gibberish, isn't it? It's yeah, just fucking it's gibberish. just... It's just... This is where we get political on our Christmas <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> Truly Happily Madison Nights. Truly Happily Madison uh, The Down View. Uh, Josh, Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Oh, happy Hanukkah to you, my brother. Oh, just like uh, Mare, Mare, Scurry Louie. Is that what he was called in that movie? Um, says says <laughs> in Eight Crazy Nights. Is that what he says? He says happy Hanukkah to, to everybody. Like the six people in that town who celebrate Hanukkah who are all the main all characters of, of the film. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. Apart from yeah, my favourite character, Eleanor. <laughs> Would you have preferred if Eleanor read you the quiz? 
Um, oh, it's it's impossible to say, and luckily we'll never know. <laughs> she would have called you. She would have been nicer to you. She would have called you Yankee Doodle. Yeah, that would have been nice. Maybe we should do a sort of Billie Eilish thing where every year, even if we're doing a different film series or whatever this time next year, we just do that Adam Sandler quiz every time. You want to get see... 100%. I want to get 100%, yeah. Good luck to you. But to do that, I'll have to watch The Waterboy. Yeah, and that's not a Happy Madison film. I know, so I'll never watch it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Uh, uh, yeah, well, Happy so, Christmas. So yeah. we're taking a week off. Oh yeah, we are. We're taking we're taking some time for to ourselves to celebrate the new year in our own way. But we'll be back. We'll be back in 2021 with yeah. with an episode on the longest yard. Yeah, that's our next one. Can you believe it? <laughs> we're finally here. We're finally at This is really is the longest yard. It is. I can't believe this episode is an hour and a half already. I can't believe it's it's only that long. <laughs> Could have been way longer. Well, I mean, uh, there's no cutting around it. No, there isn't. There's nothing we could do. So, if, to all of you out there, if you uh, if you want to follow Josh on uh, social media, he is at Bet from Oliver Twist. <laughs> Bet from Oliver Twist Appreciator. <laughs> dot com. That's all one. It'd be great Twitter. if she just like popped up here and she was just like, "Oh, don't see." I think if you go and look in the mirror and you say "bet" three times, someone will make a wager about you <laughs> in a uh, different life. Maybe. Yeah, I... if you if you want to find me on Twitter or Letterboxd or Instagram or any of these other things, it's uh, at p a p s b y at p a p s b P A P S B Y. It sounds like Papsby. It does. That's what it sounds like. I'd also like Gatsby. No, it doesn't sound like Gatsby. Because <laughs> Gatsby has a strong T in it, and there is no strong T. It would not work in a rhyming scheme. Well, you don't know. There's a strong. There's not a strong T. Me, honey. I might have had an Earl Grey earlier. What was that? <laughs> it's Mrs. Was Doubtfire, that, dear. Was that Bet? <laughs> it's Mrs. Doubtfire. I didn't realise this. I was just looking up the character of Bet. She was um, <laughs> one of Fagin's pickpockets and is now a prostitute. She's <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, hey, Mrs. Doubtfire, dear. I've had an Earl Grey. I don't know. Look, the only good Robin Williams <laughs> movie is is Popeye. It's so, um, not true. Anyway, I saw that fucking garbage tweet, which I saw at JFG in digital 3D. Yeah, that's me. I tweeted that I like Popeye. That is my favourite Robin Williams movie. It's wrong. It's better than Huck. Nope. Here we are. It's at JFG in digital 3D. And you can find that on uh, on Instagram, on Letterboxd, on Twitter. Just all all the major events. All the major outlets. Uh, and and you can follow this podcast at yeah. True Hat Mad across all the all the various sites. Gmail, we're there. <laughs> True Hat Mad at Gmail dot com. As long as it's not down. No, <laughs> that's very that's very topical for today. For, yeah, for today <laughs> that no one will remember in a week or whenever <laughs> this comes out. But very good. Yeah, Gmail down. Yeah, you can find us there. 
or on Twitter or Instagram or um, other places on, on uh, no that's it the FTSE 500 uh, and of course if you've enjoyed this episode uh, leave us a little review cheeky review actually let's wreck on this go back before I did the quit before we did the quiz bit write down your answers and then score yourself what are you talking the- about <laughs> I'm talking to the <laughs> listeners they can go back pretend they've to- heard it now yeah, but, we right. said what was the correct answer yeah I know but they could go go back to before where they don't remember what the correct answer is wait for Jack to read the question on the ones where I don't butt Josh, in are you ill? through <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then write down their answer. Or no, write down their score in the review. What is happening? And then what What's going the on? He's still talking. He was going on a minute ago. I can't believe this episode's an hour and a half long. It's now four hours long. <laughs> just, just fucking leave us a review saying that we have 35 stars. That's all I want. All right, um, as <laughs> as always. Oh, horseshit! I love you, bye. It's all the bye. Christmas spirit gone to me, I'm sorry. I love you, I'll see you next year. Bye. Bye. bye.